Hello there, this is Ant from the Referee Forum. But you already knew that. I don't even know why I introduced these videos like this. I also put a lower third down with my name on as well, so I need to think of a different way to introduce these videos. Um, but that's not important right now. Uh, I should just jump straight into it like Ref POV does, where he starts shouting at the camera and he's attacking the camera with his hand. 2022 Football Law Changes Part 1. Teams are now allowed to use five substitutions instead of three. I'm just jealous of his success, really. He's, he's got a lot of views on, on the content he puts out. It's top, top work. Good for you. Um, I'm going to talk about something uh, a little bit boring, actually. Uh, it's, it's how to become a referee in England. Um, the reason I'm talking about this is I, I saw Ref6... They sent an email out. They send quite a lot of emails out. They've obviously got a good deal with MailChimp or whoever, because uh, they seem to get one every day, at least. Um, it's another one that talks with his hand when he's doing his thing. I think his name's John. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another Ref6 weekly vlog. Now, as you would have seen in last week's vlog, I picked up two games in two days, and at the moment, it's Friday. Um, chatting with his hand, waving at the camera, bless him. Um, so, how to become a referee in England, uh, the, the, the page looks like this that, that Ref6 has done. I'm going to just talk through it. Um, it's, it's, it's brief and comprehensive at the same time, so kudos for the guy who, who uh, put this page together, guy or girl, obviously. Um, I assumed it was a bloke, shame on me. Uh, that's, a, that's another 28-day ban from the FA for me, for assuming genders. Oh, crazy. Anyway, how to become a referee in England. There are four steps to becoming a referee in England. An online course, a safeguarding course, a face-to-face -face course, and finally the qualification. Okay, if you're a referee, I'm, I'm preaching to the converted because most of us have been through this. It may be a little bit different now to how it was for me, say 20 years ago when I qualified as a referee. I think I had maybe six to eight weeks where I'd go in uh, two hours a night. Um, I think it was at Camel Laird in, in the Wirral. Oh, sorry, on the Wirral. People from the Wirral will probably crucify me for that. Um, so Camel, Camel Laird's is where Cheshire FA were running a course at the time. Um, Jack Blakemore was leading the course. Fantastic bloke. Uh, probably one of, uh, you know, 20 years of refereeing all over the country and indeed the world. Uh, he's one of the top, top um, referee coaches that I've uh, come across. I've, I've unfortunately lost touch with him, but fingers crossed he's still in the game because he's absolutely brilliant. Um, well, let's talk about this, the, the FA Online Referee course. The price is free and the location of it is online. So the online learning has five sections. It takes approximately 90 minutes to complete. There's lots of videos to demonstrate how the laws should be applied. Activities to help reinforce the important points. And at the end of each module, there's a little quiz. Um, you need to sign up uh, to get an FA number or a fan. Uh, to record your learning. Yes, they do like you to record everything that you do in the game. Uh, then there's the Safeguarding Children course, which I'm going to insist for referees is pretty redundant. Now, if you're a coach and you are coaching children, you're around them all the time, I can understand why a Safeguarding Children course is important for them. But as a referee, 
I don't see the benefits of doing a safeguarding children course as a referee. I think it's just a moneymaker for the football associations or the county football associations. Um, only for referees, though. So uh, club welfare officers, uh, officers, club um, coaches, club managers, all the, all the people that are involved with, the, let's call it, the handling of people under the age of 18, absolutely they should have a safeguarding children course. But in terms of referees, I, can anyone explain to me what the benefit is of a referee doing it? Okay, apart from the hypothetical, the referee could see something and report it upwards. Well, surely if everyone at the club who should have a child safeguarding uh, qualification, they should see it before any referee even steps foot on the pitch. Surely. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Am I going off uh, and, and thinking the wrong thing here? Uh, I just don't see the point of a safeguarding child, uh, children course for referees. But I love, I really do, I love to, to be corrected by you people who watch these videos. So if you can justify a reason why referees should have the, the safeguarding qualification and pay for it and pay the 30 quid that the uh, the county FAs demand, let me know. Let me know. Write me a comment. Write me an essay. Please, please do that. Um, so once you've gone through the online course and you've got your safeguarding um, course done, uh, don't forget you'll, you'll need to get a DBS um, clearance as well if you want to referee children, uh, people under the age of 18. Uh, which is a, another cost. Uh, £10, I think that one costs. So not a huge amount, but still, it's starting to add up a little bit. Uh, then you've got your face-to-face -face referee training. Um, the, the final course is uh, the 11-hour face-to-face training. You, normally normally one evening followed by a full day. Crazy. Uh, not not the week's worth, uh, the several, several weeks' worth of uh, driving along the M56 to the edge of the Wirral. Um, so there you go, one, one evening followed by one full day which mixes class-based training with practical activity on a pitch. Key messages from the online course are reinforced throughout and the classroom work includes fun interactive quizzes, how to establish rapport and build relationships with players and coaches, recognising and dealing with foul challenges and handball, managing offside, dealing with inappropriate behaviour and managing players. All those bullet points kind of are important, not kind of important, they, they're important uh, for a good foundation of a referee and obviously it's like, it's like you're driving. Um, you can learn to pass a test but you don't really learn to drive until you're out there by yourself driving. Same with refereeing, you can pass yourself um, a, a, a test, a, a course and they'll say well done you but the, really you learn to referee properly when you're out there by yourself and that's also one of the pitfalls of refereeing because once you've got your qualification a lot of the places and I know what we're about to say is going to contradict what I'm going to tell you now but once you're qualified as a referee you're just kind of released into the wild by the the people that that um that do these courses and say you're a referee now go out there and get yourself some football matches and if, if, the, if there's anything going wrong there's someone at the end of the phone just pick it up and give us a call uh, it's, uh, it's not uh, it's not great uh, so following on on the pitch you will have the opportunity to put your knowledge into practice through game-based scenarios you'll learn communicating decisions blowing your whistle sticking your arms out cautioning and sending off techniques <laughs> the technique of showing a yellow card and a red card <laughs> shove it up the nose um, 
Managing the kickoff, free kicks, penalty kicks, corner kicks, and throw-ins, uh, good. Position in open play and at restarts, good. And being an assistant referee, all, all fantastic. Uh, and then on the Ref6 page, you can find referee courses by clicking that button there. Now, the price is variable from 30 quid to 150 quid. Now, <laughs> if you're lucky, you pay 30 quid. But if you're unlucky, you can pay five times more to your county FA to get the same qualification that you could probably get five times cheaper in a neighboring county. How, how does that work? How is that a, a thing? You, yeah, Gah, unbelievable. And it's not like you get something extra, something special for the 150 quid that you do for the 30 quid. You just get rinsed a little bit more. Rinsed, rinsed by 500% more. Unbelievable. I, I don't know how they get away with it. I really don't. Uh, and then qualifying as a referee, this last bit, this fourth bit, to qualify as a referee, you must also referee five games after you've attended the face-to-face -face training. You'll then receive a certificate and an FA referee badge. You are supported through these five games by your county football association. As you continue your refereeing career, you'll then be able to access further training opportunities, both online and face-to-face. -face. <laughs> okay. Um, and then there's a plug down at the bottom for, for Ref6. Um, now I say that like, oh, they're trying to sell a thing. Honestly, uh, I only use Ref6 now. I still take um, uh, a wallet with a little notepad in there and a pencil uh, just in case. But my main way of, of uh, recording 99% of my games is using the Ref6 app uh, on my smartwatch. Uh, I'm not going to overly plug them too much, but you know, they do give me little kickbacks. I can give you 10% off if you use the code CANAVAN10 uh, and they say thanks very much Ant, have a free month of Ref6. So the more of you that sign up, listen, you'll save 10%, I'll get a free month worth of Ref6. If enough people sign up, I mean there are 17,000 followers of the Referee Forum just on Facebook. That'll see me with Ref6 for life if all of you, <laughs> all you need to do is sign up. Canavan 10, when you sign up and you get 10%, you get 10% off for life. Think about how much you're going to save. It's not all about me, but it is a little bit about me. So uh, cheers for that. Uh, and then, yeah, sign up to the Ref6 newsletter. They, they, you know, they, they th do throw out some interesting stuff. They are, they are decent in terms of, uh, you know, getting, getting a bit of information out there. Um, and obviously John with his wavy hands will give you his, his blog. Uh, it's, it's been interesting to see his little journey as well. Uh, I say little journey, not in a condescending way, of course. Um, I've only seen a little bit of his journey. That's what I meant. Yeah, good, good for him. Um, I, I might start stealing his ideas, you know. I might take a camera. Just had a thought there. I'm actually refereeing. No, I'm not. I'm assistant referee tomorrow. Um, to a referee called Stu Morland, and I'm going to message him now and be like, Stu, you know, do a little, do a little chat with me. Um, see if he's up for it. Um, so if there's a follow-on video from this, it means the, the conversation was successful. But if not, 
I've just talked you through how to become a referee. Now let's let's cost it all up. Um, your DBS, £10. Your face-to-face -face referee training up to £150. And your safeguarding course, £30. You're looking just shy of 200 quid, And that is before you've even bought your boots, your referee kit, your whistle, your cards, your flags, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's going to cost you maybe on a budget, second hand, all that sort of stuff, that, that stuff can be bought for 50 quid. So to, to become a referee, you're looking at an initial outlay of 250 pounds, roughly. Um, now, I think that is a barrier, a financial barrier to participation, especially with the world the way it is now, the cost of living, the cost of fuel, um, stagflate, you know, wages, have plateaued for several years. No, everyone's skint for money. So really, who's got a spare 250 quid to take a punt on becoming a referee and maybe getting your money back if you do enough games? But as we all know, the chances are in your first five games, you're gonna get abused at a level, at a point where you won't wanna go back and referee at all. You'd be like, this is not what I expected. Uh, and I've just shelled out all this money and I actually really don't want a referee, especially for young referees. Like, you know, you can you can qualify from, I think, the age of 14 or something like that. Uh, my my brother did. I, I qualified when I was 19. He was 14 uh, and he, he gave it up within a handful of games. I obviously lasted a bit longer, but for him, he uh, received abuse at a kid's summer tournament. Huh, who would have thought? Uh, he received abuse at a kid's summer tournament uh, and from that point, it was like, I never want to referee again. And that is the story of so many people who try refereeing and then realize that it's a horrible cesspit of abuse for referees. Uh, the people that can sort it are just kind of like, oh, the referees have got the tools to sort it themselves. Just show some cards. Uh, that's not the answer. It's really not. There is a horrible culture in football, which kind of, there's no respect for referees. Um, I was talking to a mate of mine, Chris Van Geffen, shout out, um, today about the, the, the different culture in football and rugby. In football, um, a referee will make a decision and no one will be on the side of the referee initially, it, regardless if you are the, um, the, the, the team that, the, say, your player has made a foul, you're, you're, you support that team or you coach that team or you're their opponents, immediately you think that the ref's fucked up, the ref's got that wrong. Whereas in rugby, the default is, well, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks, the ref is right, the ref is God on that football pitch. Um, and the decision is accepted and reinforced by the other players and, and the coaches and the, the supporters. They may not agree with it, but the decision is reinforced. Whereas in football, every single decision, whether it's a throw in or an offside or a foul, or it doesn't matter, is opposed by default. How crazy is that? It doesn't work. Uh, and there needs to be a big cultural shift in football before anything like that improves. Uh, anyway, I've rambled on enough. That's how to become a referee in England. Uh, if you want a, a link to this webpage, it's gonna be in the video description. Thank you very much for watching. If you've got any comments or questions or anything like that about anything that I've said in this video, leave that uh, in the comments below and we'll have a little chat. We'll probably have an argument, but at the end of it, uh, we'll probably uh, have a mutual respect for each other and then we'll both realize that I was right the whole time. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> that's that's how it goes um no but in all seriousness um people um 
think that I hold the opinions of things that I share. Uh, and a lot of the time it's to spark a discussion or a debate. Um, so, you know, for all the haters, all the people that don't like me, there's plenty of you. Hello to you. Um, they, they, oh, what's he chatting on about now? How can he have this opinion? Uh, it doesn't, just because I've shared something, it doesn't necessarily mean I have that opinion. I'm sharing it to spark debate. The intelligent people out there, you know this already. Uh, and oftentimes you'll, you'll look for it now. You'll look for the, uh, the things that I'm starting to talk about to, to stir the pot uh, and to get the discussions flowing. Um, uh, but for the, for the, you know, less intelligent people out there, the more, shall we say, the more emotionally responsive people, the ones that jump to, how dare you say that about refereeing? Oh, I haven't got my nose up the FA's backside. I just, I just like the way it's done now. I don't want to see change. For those people, um, chill the fuck out, <laughs> you know? It's okay to have opposing viewpoints in football and not fall out with the person that's making the opposing viewpoint. And that's not just in football, that's life advice. Who would have thought you'd have got some solid life advice by watching this, but, uh, but you have. All right, that's enough from me. Thanks very much for watching. Um, this has been Referees, the Final Whistle podcast. Probably, hopefully, fingers crossed, Stewie Morland will let me, out, will let me film him tomorrow. He does a killer workout. I might make that the focus of the video and we'll have a little chat as well. Um, but for now, thanks for watching and I'll see you on the next episode. Adios.